Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. This is Coach V. And I'm Coach David. Happy New Year to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. This is the Kaizen Karate Podcast. We are recording on January the 1st, 2021, 2021, I guess we can call it. How are you doing? Wow. What a year last year was. I guess most everyone, uh, to some degree, is ready to say, yes, see ya, don't come back again, 2020. Um, but I think there was a lot of good things that happened as well. So I'm, I, I think we've talked about this in the past. Take the good, discard the bad, move forward positively. Yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean, you know, this is a very positive podcast. It's a kid-friendly podcast. So parents, if you have kids in the car or, you know, you're listening with kids nearby, you can safely keep this on. You know, we know that there was challenges in 2020. That's pretty putting it pretty lightly. So when we talk about all the positive things that went on in 2020, please note that we're not discounting anything that happened or, you know, any loss. We're just trying to focus on the positive. So that, you know, with that being said, Coach David, I think there was a lot of positive things that happened. I mean, one of the things that was really positive in my eyes, it was the level of improvement and consistency that the, you know, the, especially the adult class had. You know, when you look at the adult students, I think some of those adult students were training more than they've ever trained. I mean, Absolutely. some of it came down to kind of, you know, they didn't have to drive to all the different classes. Uh, some of it came down to maybe there was a little bit less to do, you know, so there was more time to train. Um, did you did you feel that and, and find that as well? Yeah, it's almost like a perfect storm for some of them where their time freed up, the um, ability and the access to the class increased. And so they took advantage of it. And we had a bunch of students who really, really, really improved a ton. And that's hard to do when you can't kick another person and fight and work with another person, but literally their skills improved. And that's a, that's a huge positive. Yeah. And no, I, I think that's excellent. You know, and I'm thinking about, you know, as we go into 2021, uh, it's not that we're talking about goal setting again today, but we are, but I think we're talking about the next evolution of that, the next phase, I should say, you know, we're talking today about implementation and executing. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we we're going to kind of just discuss first is we talked in a previous episode about smart goals. And if you haven't heard that yet, just hit pause, you know, hit the pause button here, go back on, you know, one or two episodes and listen to the smart goals. Coach David, you, you say it so well, could you just review for us? What is smart goals? Like, what are they? I think the, the synopsis of it is that you're trying to come up with a goal that you can actually attain. Like, it's one thing to make a pie in the sky goals. I want to be a billionaire. You know, I want to, you know, have a 12 pack abs. You know, you, you, can, you can say these things, but we're trying to come up with goals that you can actually do things that are actually attainable and they're reasonable. And I think that boils down to what everybody wants. And yeah, it's fun to set New Year's goals. I'm going to do this or that, but we all want to hit them, right? That's the end goal. And so if you can set goals that you can do that with, you can actually work towards and achieve. I think that's where you're going to get your, your bread and butter. Yeah. I mean, let, let's dig into that. Right. So, you know, you're a karate student listening in, uh, maybe you're an instructor, you know, a black belt instructor who's listening, maybe looking for ideas about how you can help your students. Let's assume that's who's listening. And, you know, if you're a beginner student or let's say you're intermediate, you know, somewhere in the middle range, they're not quite black belt, but definitely not a beginner. I, I think one of the most important things you can control right now is attendance. You know, and if you look at attendance, you know, you pretty much know what your training schedule is. If you're, you know, if you're with us, you're with Kaizen, we, we know we have a set training schedule. You know when the classes are. I, I think, you know, if you set a goal saying, I want to kick this high or I want to be able to do this many moves. I, I don't know about you. I like to control things that are just really simple and really easy. Like I can 
easily do it. You know, there's not much skill required. I show up, I click, you know, the, the link to join on Zoom. You know, that's the kind of stuff that I'm, that I'm interested in. Coach David, what, what are your thoughts on that? In terms of I like- I think that is, that is fantastic right there. That is like, it's January 1st. Today is, I mean, people say this is the start of the new year, right? We kind of say sometimes the fall is the start, but, but today you can wake up and say, you know what? I don't know if I can learn a flip angle round kick. I don't know if I'm really going to get better at a spin kick, but I can guarantee every Sunday at one o'clock or whatever your class is, I can be there. I can give positive attitude and I can listen to my coaches. And that alone is such a huge step to improving everything. That's just fantastic. Well, you know, I, I think I might've told you this story. Uh, you know, I was about 12 years old or so when I moved in from kids class to adult class. And I think I was like a red belt. And it took me about four years or so, four and a half years to get to black belt. So I was about 16 when I got to black belt. And I remember looking around that class. And even though my belt was one of the highest in the class, because there was adult, there were adult students with much lower rank, they were all better than me, you know, and it really made me think, I was like, you know, man, how am I ever going to get better? And I just said to myself, now, you know, I, this was like not a complex formula. This is just kind of my thinking as a 12 year old student at the time. I said, you know, I might not be better than them, but I'll outlast them. I'll show up more. I'll train harder. I'll show up earlier. I'll stay later. I can control those things. I can't control what the other people are doing, but I can control me. I mean, do you, do you find that in your training now as a black belt? Is, do, you, do you approach uh, goal setting and, and goal hitting like that? Well, first of all, let me say that that is so wise beyond your years at the time. I mean, we, we know from science that the frontal lobe, the thinking part, the processing part doesn't mature fully until 25. So if you're, you know, a teenager, 13, 14, 15, 16, and you're able to put that together and come to that, man, you, you were like, you know, you were channeling something great right then and there. Well, I Absolutely. That. I mean, that's just unbelievable. Personally, I think right now that is exactly what you got to do. Yeah. That is the way you achieve success. If you can kind of control the things you can control and not the things you can't control, like your, your uh, attitude, like your diet like your exercise, like your attendance. These are the things that are the building blocks for attaining goals. I mean, that's, it's pure and simple. This is like goals 101. This is, this is the, the meat. You've heard me say, uh, you know, use that expression turtle on a fence post, right? You know, and it's in, it's in the book, the, the ebook, you know, that I wrote, uh, you know, the do your best book. So one of the concepts in there is, you know, we're all turtles in a fence post in some way. And, you know, it means that other people helped us to get there. But the other part of it is it's through consistent effort. It's not like you just got lucky. It's there was a lot of effort that was put in. So, you know, if you really kind of go from this big picture and kind of zoom into like, what do you need to do on a daily habit, right? How many adult classes do we have per week? About four? Uh, we do Monday, Tuesday, that. Wednesday. I don't count Thursday as the uh, adult class. That's, that's more of a upper belt class, you know, brown, red belt. Right. So it's really like four adult classes, right? So if you really want to get after it, and if you're an adult class student, I mean, three to four times a week of training is completely doable, right? And in your first 90 days of training, let's say that's three months, assuming there's four weeks per month. I'm not looking at a calendar when I'm doing this. It's just rough math. I mean, that's 16 classes per month times three. You do the math on that. That's how many hours of training that you can fit in. And if you come a little bit early, stay a little bit late, ask questions. I mean, all of that time adds up, you know, so it's completely feasible, I think, to hit your goals, uh, you know, and that's from a karate perspective, right? So it's, that's, that's great. So it's 50 hours. That's a lot of hours. 
I was just recently talking with uh, one of our upper level adult students, and uh, he was explaining to me that just recently, the moves in the master form, uh, part of the kata that we do, started to really just come clear to him. It started to make sense, not just doing it, but understanding the whys, the hows, the, you know, all the little details to it. And I said, well, what do you attribute to this? And he said, time, just pure time and, and being able to work on it over and over again, you know, talking about it, doing it, practicing it. And I said, boy, that's, you know, do you think you would have gotten that had we not been in COVID? Had you only been training what you were training? And he said, I don't think so. I'm not sure, but I think this really helped. And so, wow. You know, I, I think, you know, we're saying the same thing when I say, and that's awesome, by the way. I'm glad, you know, glad to hear that. It, it makes me think of like, you know, one of the best ways to learn a language, which is immersion, right? You know, if, if you're going once a week, I think, you know, to a certain level, obviously you're going to learn, right? I mean, you're definitely going to learn if you're training once a week, but it also leaves room for frustration if you're at an upper level rank. I think when you get to like, you know, intermediate level, you know, for me, my, my recipe for success for students is about two times per week of training or more. I think if you're advanced level, if you can really fit it into your schedule, and hopefully you can these days, I think three times per week or more is ideal. It's not always going to happen. We get that. But I think it's ideal because it, it, you're kind of getting, you're immersing yourself, right? In that process. And you're constantly kind of, you know, attacking that goal, chipping away at the goal, if you will, you know, like a sculptor would to a, to a statue that they're sculpting out of marble. It's the same thing. Critical. Absolutely critical. I did the same thing when I was uh, going after my first black belt. I pretty much lived at the dojo. And the, the reason that it helped is that you, you, you learn so much more. It, like it, it really is exponential. It's not just one class, two class, three class. It's more like one, two, four, eight class because it compounds as you're there and you are spending the time with the black belts, with the advanced students. So absolutely big, big, uh, big help to, for anybody who wants to get better quick. <laughs> absolutely. You know, and, and coach, you know, I want to ask you, and, you know, I'm happy to start by saying, you know, what are some of our goals, you know, that we want to share with, you know, everyone listening today. And I'll, and I'll tell you one of my goals as an instructor, um, one of my, my big, big, big goals for 2020 is I'm thinking about all the students who've trained with us over the years, many of whom are getting to intermediate, advanced, some getting close to black belt, and some of whom have maybe taken a little break. Uh, I can think of some students who, they're on my mind. I was thinking of one student in particular, uh, you know, haven't seen him in class in a little bit, you know, just kind of reaching out to people, you know, just in, and not saying, where have you been? That's one of the worst things I think you can do is making someone feel bad for not being there. You know, I think, you know, genuinely caring uh, about people. I actually gave someone a call. I gave, a, you know, someone we both know. I gave one of uh, someone a call yesterday, one of our black belt friends, and just said, hey, you know, hadn't seen you in a while. How you doing? Just thinking about you and, you know, just checking in on them. And, and I think, you know, that's something I encourage everyone who's listening to do, especially if you're an instructor, giving someone a call, say I'm thinking about you, checking in on them. You know, obviously there's a pandemic going on, but I'm talking about karate, right, in terms of the training aspect. I think it goes a long way. I can think of a time when, you know, I was training and, um, you know, I, I was certainly not going to stop karate, but I wasn't fully mentally, you know, hundred percent on it. You know, I was exploring other things and, you know, other, you know, arts and things like that. And someone gave me a call and they said, Hey, just thinking about you. Why don't you, you know, come show up that kind of it refueled my fire a little bit. I think sometimes we think, oh, a promotion or a stripe or a belt, that's what I need to get going. I, I disagree. I think the friendships 
are a, are a very huge part. What are your uh, what are your feelings on that? That's so so well said. Yes, um, I mean karate is an individual sport, but it's a team sport. We work together. Um, you know, I'm, my friends do karate. My other fellow instructors, black belts, um, some of my students, and I think that if you look at it like it's a fun place to be, I get to work out. I get to talk to my friends, right? Then the other stuff happens. The the, the you know it's that's just kind of a means to an end. So I, I really think that's a fantastic goal. And um, I'm really happy that that's, that's one of your goals because I think that benefits everybody. Yeah, and you know, just to, just to wrap on that coach is that, you know, I, I think, you know, if you're an instructor and you get to influence students and you get to, you know, be around people who follow your lead in terms of teaching, um, this is just my two cents on it. You know, it it's not just you saying, Hey, come back to train. And, you know, it's, it's, you generally got to care about people and you want to be super genuine about it. And, you know, and, and like, for instance, when we, when you and I text each other, we call each other. I love getting a text from me. I love getting a call from me because it's, a, it's a positive thing. And hopefully students feel that, right. You know, we want to approach from a very positive way. We're not saying where were you or anything like that, but we're saying, Hey, we're thinking about you. Come on back, come train with us. Right. I remember as a, and I'm sure you were a kid as an underbelt, right. And as an underbelt, if your instructor cared enough to reach out to you, I would have been tickled pink, thrilled. It would have been like, you're thinking of me, you, the instructor, are thinking of me, the student. I, I would, I mean, I, so I hope that anybody who is that way would feel, you know, that it's a positive and not like you're scolding them. Hey, you should be here. It's like, hey, we miss you. Come on back. We're having fun. Yeah. That's how, that's how I hope people take it. Um, but it's great. Fantastic. So, so tell us, do you have any goals that, um, that you can share? Well, so funny, one of, you, one of your goals about, um, you know, as a, as a teacher, um, one of my goals is as a teacher, and that is to find alternative ways to reach and motivate some of my students, particularly uh, adult students. Um, we've been doing this Zoom teaching for, for what, almost 10 months now, and yeah, you know, it seems like there's a kind of a finite way to do things. Um, and so one of the things I like to do is look for alternative ways to do things, alternative ways to go, go over certain concepts, principles um, that can just hit it from a different angle, keep people fresh and motivated because it's tough. We, we you know, we want to teach you the same thing. We want to help you to improve. But if you get bored and it's like tough for you, well, then we got to look for other ways. And so the, one of my goals is to really try to reach into the bag a little bit further, grab out different either modalities, different concepts, different training principles, things that will keep it somewhat fresh to hopefully reach more people and make it even more enjoyable until we can be back in person. Let me ask you a question about that, because that's that's pretty cool. You know, and, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm sure if you're a black belt and teacher and you're teaching right now, you're probably thinking, well, yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea. Have you found, Coach David, that um, you know, when you're when you're going through that process, you know, talk us through that. Like, you know, you know, if someone's hearing this for the first time, I'm not saying you know let the whole cat out of the bag, but you know, because obviously we want the students to be excited when they show up to class and and see some of those things that you're creating. But but help us out in terms of that process. Like, if you're an instructor, what do you do? Do you sit down with you know pen and paper? Do you go on the internet? Do you you know how do you well, start digging deep on that? So um, just like you talked about people and connections. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite method is to consult with my local um, son and black belt, Jaden, as everyone probably knows now. <laughs> um, and we will, we kind of brainstorm is that I kind of talk about, here's kind of what I want to attack today. I see people either 
not exhibiting any kind of control or form is looking off or maybe strength. And then we kind of talk about, well, we could do this. Have you ever tried that? What if we work on this? And it's just sort of a back and forth thing. And eventually we kind of stumble on usually, well, how about if we do this? Let's see if that works. That That's kind of the main method. I don't yeah. usually look on the internet too much. I mean, I yes, you probably could. I'm sure people are blogging about new ideas and stuff, but I, I kind of find that keeping it just in this manner really helps to motivate myself to really stretch what is doable in the home environment. Like you and I've talked about this before. If you have a limited space, right? You have limited things. Well, what do you do? You got to think outside the box to try to come out with an answer. I, I think you're spot on. I mean, you know, great minds think alike, you know, and uh, <laughs> I, like, I like to believe that. And you know, I think I found the same thing, you know, when, when I'm teaching, I, I, I do the same thing and I'm not really reaching for the internet at that point. I think I'm looking at the students and I'm saying, what is it that they're doing and or not doing that we need them to be doing? And especially for the kids classes, right? You know, there's a lot of it is, um, and I th- I'm sure you know this, you know, sometimes I'll start teaching, I'm five, 10 minutes into it, and then whoosh, you know, we take that, you know, we go off in a different angle and the whole game plan for the day is thrown out the door just because, the students needed something different. And I think any instructor who's been teaching for a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can have a whole game plan for the whole day. And then literally you see something you're like, nope, we need to work on that instead. And that's just, that's just kind of how teaching works. Absolutely. And I think that's some of the best teaching is when you can be dynamic, right? It's one thing to have a formulaic, okay, this is what we're going to do. It's another thing to see a problem and then go off and try to fix it. And then sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I think the effort there is what counts, like trying something. Absolutely. So I, I, you know, there's one, one more topic to bring up for today before we start closing out here, you know, first of all, you know, if you're just tuning in, if maybe you skip to this part, you know, happy new year and uh, it's January 1st right now, 2021. And that's exciting. Um, Today was a big day, not just because it's a new, uh, a new year, but today was the first day. It's season three. Cobra Kai came out. I know, you know, if you were following us online or Facebook, you're probably like, oh my gosh, they post about it every day. Well, it's because we're excited about it because we like it. Um, you know, I'm going to share with you my first thought. You know, before we get into it, I want to put out a little disclaimer. I remember when I first saw the Karate Kid movie, I feel like, and I think back, what rank was I at the time? I was certainly not a black belt when I first saw Karate Kid. So to me, everything was correct, right? Because, oh, that's what we're supposed to do. Now with black belt eyes, you look at it, you start to be a little bit more critical about the technique and things like that. But the, the, the angle that I just wanted to share this comment was when I watch it today, I just want to point out to everybody who's watching, especially if you're not a black belt, please note that this is Hollywood. Please note that this is uh, entertainment. You know, some of the things when I was watching, because I was, you know, kind of doing a little bit of binge watching this morning on, uh, on Netflix, <laughs> I was cringing a little bit, Coach David, because I was thinking to myself, I hope everyone, especially if there's youth watching, know there's a lot of Hollywood in that. And I want to say that in a very positive way. Not everything in there is especially what we believe in. So, because, you know, yes, we've been saying, watch Cobra Kai, watch Cobra Kai, watch Cobra Kai on Netflix. But again, if you're one of our students or parents, please know that, uh, and, and go back to one of our former episodes, I was very against the ending of season two, you know, so it, you know, I like the karate, but it's entertainment. You know, what are your, what are your feelings on that? hundred um, percent. These are actors who they help teach to do a little bit of karate. They're not karateka who are then acting. So you go watch a Bruce Lee film, you go watch Donnie Yen, you're going to see real martial arts done in a movie. This is not that, but 
I believe, like you, it's entertainment. Um, and I try to focus on the story and just enjoy the characters and not so much. I try to put that part of myself who's analyzing the karate to the back burner and not, not give it too much mindset. One thing I will say though is um, production wise, going slow motion in a karate sequence is usually not a good idea for people who are actors because that is really hard to do when you know what you're doing, let alone when you're, you're kind of faking it. So they hopefully won't do that too much in the future, but the story, oh, eating it up. Yeah, no, I think the storyline is great. So from a positive angle, I'll say this, the, uh, it, it's, it's very fun to watch. I know, I think you and I were talking about it before we started hopping on air here and, uh, you know, we're not going to, no spoiler alerts. So, you know, just, just, you know, we're not going to give it away. You have to go watch it. I'm sure there'll be future episodes where we talk about season three. It's really good. I mean, for sometimes when you get this deep into a series, you know, I was worried. I was like, you know, man, what are they going to talk about? You know, what is there? It, it's just getting started. I think, you know, it's really, uh, it's interesting to see the character development. There's some, uh, there's some characters in the, in the, you know, in the series that you're learning about their past. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And you, you, I know you are online, read a lot like I do about it. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that I think Netflix has already greenlighted the storyline through season six. Yes, that's so exactly that's what I saw. Awesome, right there. I mean, if you're a fan, if you like this show at all, that means this and then three more at least seasons to look forward to. Oh. Well, so I'll tell you the first, so I wasn't planning on bringing this up today. So you guys are in for a treat. So coach, the, the thing that really crossed my mind was when they said that they're going to go to six seasons, the, there's only one logical explanation for that in my head. All of those Karate Kid movies that have come out, all of them, I, meaning with Ralph Macchio, I think, and I think Hillary Swank, was that? Swank, yeah. Swank, right? Um, I think they're just going to tie everything together. I, I, I think that's, that's, so I said it January 1st, 2021, <laughs> you know, that to me is the logical way that they kind of tie this together. And if you're a fan, you got to be sitting here thinking they're going to take their time, three seasons to tie it together. Not like, I mean, we both love Game of Thrones and don't, yeah. please don't bash me. I love it. I'm rewatching it yet again as we speak. <laughs> that's but awesome. People complained that they wrapped up that last season quickly, right? They did it in only a couple episodes, so to speak, as opposed to a long season. Well, they're not taking just five episodes or ten episodes here. They're taking three plus seasons to tie all of that together. So that is speaking just music to my ears. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to give this away, but, you know, if you haven't watched, go watch it. It came out at three in the morning, uh, you know, <laughs> our time Washington DC time. I was getting texts from different karate people saying they've already watched the whole thing. And I've had a couple of friends of mine who, uh, you know, who said, yeah, we're halfway into it. I'm like, don't tell me a thing. I want to watch it on my own. So, so please guys don't, don't post it online. Just let everyone watch it. You know, in a couple of weeks, we'll go ahead and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start discussing it. Yes. So, yes. hey, you know, before we wrap up, you know, I'm curious to see if you have any uh, shout outs you want to give. And a one, one big shout out I want, I want to give is uh, to our entire student base, all the instructors, all of our students, all the wonderful parents, kids, everybody. You know, we're thinking about you. We want, to we want everybody to have a happy, uh, but more importantly, probably a healthy uh, 2021. You know, I think this is going to be a year that, um, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know anything more than what everyone else knows. Uh, but if I'm connecting the dots and I'm looking what's kind of going on, I'm reading, you know, what other people are doing and, and schools and everything. I, I'm hopeful, Coach David. 
I'm hopeful that uh, that probably by the middle of the year we can get back to some in-person uh, kind of training. Uh, please don't, you know, you know, don't circle the date on your calendar and say yes. He said we're going back, but I'm anticipating that. I'm anticipating sometime, you know, late spring, early summer, uh, you know, to be able to get back to some kind of uh, in-person training. You know, and might it be hybrid at that time? Might we do Zoom, you know, training as well as in-person? It's possible. But I think it's too early to say. But that's that's what I'm seeing at this point. What are your what are your feelings on that? Well, first of all, I gotta to uh, just jump on that shout out to our whole entire Kaizen family. Um, we have great students, parents, teachers. I mean, it's just um, a lot of schools suffered in this last year, and I think ours not only just you know made it, we flourished, and uh, you know that goes obviously to you and your wife. Um, but, you know, running the organization, but all the way down to everybody who helps support and make us be successful under Zoom. So, A, that is huge. Um, but B, like you, I'm hopeful. I think it's going to be a fantastic year. I know all our students want to get back together. We want to do it on per- We want to spar, right? We want to, everyone's get on the mat. Well, I think, say, enjoy what we have now. Enjoy the Zoom now. Go to as many classes as you can, savor this time. And when we get back on the mat, it's going to be fantastic then too. So um, try to stay positive and look forward because there's great things ahead. Yeah, I mean, th- thank you for those kind words. That, that really means a lot. So thank you. And, um, you know, I, I think about this before we start wrapping up, you know, I think back to other periods in my life when things were challenging and, you know, high school was pretty tough. I went to a pretty hard high school that the academics were really tough. And, and I can remember thinking to myself, I'm never going to get through this. It's never going to pass. And now I look back and I don't want to say how long ago that was, but it was a long time ago now. And it's like that it's, it passes. And, you know, I guess I kind of live by that phrase that this too shall pass. And as hard as things have been, you know, time keeps going. We're in another year, guys, you know, things are going to get better. They will. And, you know, I, I think I've just always stayed optimistic like that. You know, so I just, you know, I'm telling everyone, hang in there. You know, we're going we're gonna to get through this. And I think, you know, the fact that it's a new year, I think there's a lot of uh, renewed optimism, you know, to start things out. Get after it, right? I think that's kind of one of the themes we're saying today, everybody, is, uh, you know, setting goals is great, but now it's time to do it, right? Now it's time to get after it. Ask yourself, and this is a thought to think about as you kind of start your day, start your, you know, get into the weekend here. What are you going to do to get a little bit better every day? What are you going to do to move yourself towards those goals? Kaizen means continuous improvement, right? How can you continuously improve towards your goals? And that's something that you need to answer. Fantastic. Well said. Coach, should we, uh, should we wrap up here? Yeah, well, I think um, everyone, happy new year. Stay happy, stay healthy, and continue to train. Absolutely. Guys, happy new year to everybody. We wish you all the very best. Cannot wait to see you uh, soon and uh, on Zoom. If you're training with us, if you're one of our friends who's listening in, please connect with us online. You know how to find us. Just check the show notes in the, uh, you know, in the podcast and you just click down, you see all the notes or, you know, links and links galore, the whole deal. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Okay. Happy new year, everybody. See you next time.